Welcome back to the Q's Conversations podcast. My name is Chris Bellardi, Director of Digital Engagement and Communications in the Office of Alumni Engagement and a 1995 graduate of Syracuse University. Today, I, I guess you can call it our Broadway series. It continues with a conversation with Jonalyn Saxer, who takes on the role of Karen Smith in the touring cast of Mean Girls, which opens this weekend, Saturday, September 21st in Buffalo. I truly believe that so much of my career, I, I wouldn't have been able to do without that intense four-year training at Syracuse. Jonalyn is a 2014 Syracuse University graduate, graduate of the musical theater program. And though she's only been out of school for about five years, she has an impressive Broadway resume. It includes Honeymoon in Vegas, Holiday Inn, Cats, and a role in the original Broadway cast of Mean Girls, where she was not the only Syracuse alum. In this conversation, we're going to talk about that, the growing reach of the Orange Network in theater, her education, and as a California native, her adjustment to the weather in central New York. Here's Jonalyn Saxer. Theater, musical theater, not the easiest choice to make. When did you know this is the direction you wanted to go? Yeah. It's not the easiest choice. I've been dancing since I was three, and my whole family does community theater back in our hometown um, in Agora Hills in Thousand Oaks, uh, California. And I've been dancing and in theater, and it's always been something I loved. Um, I think about when I was a sophomore in high school, I really went, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And one of my sisters had already gone to college for drama, um, but didn't really go in the performing route and ended up not doing that. But I knew that it was what I wanted to do. And so luckily I had very supportive parents who kind of got me, I was already dancing, but I got some extra, a little bit of extra acting help and singing help uh, than I had already had as we started to prepare, not to do it, but to just get into a good musical theater school. Because I had had some friends and family friends who had done it, so I kind of started to follow in their footsteps to just to get to that accepted point and knowing that that training would help me get the rest of the way. And so from California, how do you identify Syracuse in central New York? Right, so I kind of just looked at all the great musical theater schools and I applied to 12 um, schools, a couple of them being UCs, so that was easier for me. Um, but when I was applying to schools, and especially once I had gotten into Syracuse, people were like, how are you going to deal with the cold? And I had never really deal dealt with cold. And so I was like, well, I want to go to the program. I really like the program. I like what it offers. And I was like, it's not like I'm taking class outside, which is such a California thing to say, <laughs> because I didn't realize you had to get to class and yeah. how much of your life does include being outside. But I went to Syracuse and now I can deal with the hottest of the hot and the coldest of the cold and I'm ready for anything. Which is the kind of preparation that they don't necessarily pitch when they're recruiting people. Right. The hottest of the hot, the coldest <laughs> of the cold. But but you were ready for that. Yeah. Um, when when you got to Syracuse, uh, I think every student at some point has that, that time where something clicks. Something happens. They meet somebody, they have some experience where they say, man, I made the right choice. Did you have that moment? I think it was probably a series of small moments. I remember the welcoming, the orientation thing that they put freshman drama students through at Syracuse. I suddenly was in a room full of people who all were interested as avidly in the same thing I was interested in. And it's not something I had really had that much of at, in high school because either the dance, my dance friends liked dance only or my theater friends 
didn't like theater as much as me or they were older or didn't dance as much as me and suddenly I went to Syracuse and all of these people were passionate about the same things and it was incredible and I felt like I could fully be myself around those people and then on our first day at Syracuse we do a ballet placement for musical theater and I was luckily enough luckily enough to place into the highest ballet class and that day I went to that ballet class and I walked into this room of like juniors and seniors and I was this lowly little freshman but because of the orientation weekend I my bigs in the program were seniors and they were there and one of them was like come stand next to me at the bar and I was like this place is going to challenge me but I'm going to be okay here and ready to grow and it really I was ready to take on anything after that that's early on I mean, that's a yeah, great it's start. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> it was fantastic. a great start. It was a great start. <laughs> and and as you progressed um, and you became one of those older students, did you think about that moment for yourself and think about, you know, the, the new the new students coming in? Oh, yeah. At every time. I mean, um, I loved the our bigs and littles thing that we kind of have set up in the music in the drama program. Explain to me what what that is. Yeah, so your first day, you kind of now we uh, you fill out like a information sheet, and all the other students in groups or individual, usually in groups, fill out information sheets, and the student representatives, um, which are kind of like individual class presidents of each major of like juniors mm-hmm. and seniors, um, of which I was when I was. Uh, second semester junior, first semester senior, I was the musical theater student rep, so I helped out with this process. Um, They assign bigs and littles, so they assign bigs to the freshmen, and they're kind of there for the the freshmen to do this skit for them, and it's all very exciting, and then it's kind of like you already have an upperclassman that you know that should be similar to you, or at least in interests, or in personality, or habits, that you can like go up to and be like, okay, I have this thing called core on Monday morning. Where do I go? What do I wear? What should I expect? <laughs> and there, and everybody's been through it, so they can say, okay, here's the deal, and you get that insider scoop, and it's so helpful to have that extra friend and family in the building. Yeah, we should say we are recording this at Fisher Center in New York City, <laughs> so occasionally in New York City you hear fire trucks and other things going by, and, and so if that is happening, that's what that's what it is. We're in New York City. This is where things happen. This is this is where you are yeah. now and and have been. Um, let's spend a minute talking uh, about some of those things that you've done. I mean, I know you were you were saying before we started this interview. You don't like to run down your resume. You don't want to you know sound like you're doing that. But but I'd like you to do that because I think it would help put things in perspective for us. What have you What have you done? Yeah. So right when I graduated from Syracuse. Um, it's like legendary for me, you know, <laughs> about 12 days after graduation, I booked my first Broadway show where I was a replacement swing in Bullets Over Broadway, uh, directed and choreographed by Susan Stroman. And then unfortunately that closed a couple months later, but I luckily then booked my second Broadway show as an original swing in Honeymoon in Vegas, of which I was a swing with another SU alum, uh, Brendan Stimson, and who another SU alum, Gillen Gilliland, was in the cast. Uh, then after that closed, I've done a couple of out-of-town tryouts for new musicals, some regional work, and then I came back to Broadway as an original company member of Holiday Inn. And then I went on to replace as a swing in Cats, the revival. And then after Cats, 
slash during Cats, I did the lab out of town, and then I went to Broadway as an original company member of Mean Girls on Broadway, of which I recently left to film the uh, West Side Story movie remake directed by Steven Spielberg. That's not too bad. Not no, too shabby. No, it's not too bad. Wow. And and with the uh, the Mean Girls cast, again, you were not the only one. I was not the only one. I, again, I was working with Brendan Stimson right. and recent uh, Syracuse alum Cheech Manahar, who had been a freshman when I was a senior, who I had helped place him with his bigs his first day of freshman year. Wow. That idea that... You kind of never know. It's a huge business, but it's also a small business, right? You never know who you're going to run into again and perform with again and and be directed by or produced by again. And that idea is is very true when you tell stories like that. That's, That's really amazing. What is that like to be in a cast with other members of the of the Orange family, so to speak. It's wonderful. I mean, I, I had a funny experience with Brendan because Brendan was similar to me. Right after he graduated, he booked uh, the West Side Story revival as a swing. And that was when I was applying and getting into Syracuse. So when I was touring Syracuse and they were saying like, oh, well, we just had this alumni. He didn't dance when he came to Syracuse and he graduated and now he's in West Side Story. And if you want to be like Brendan Stimson, like do this. And if you want to be done, Brendan Stimson, do that. And I, then I graduated and I booked the, and he had even come back and done a Q&A with my class when we were at Tepper. And then like, Four to five months later, I was working with him, <laughs> and it was um, kind of hilarious because one, I was like, "Oh, they told me you did all of this homework, and you didn't do all of that homework." <laughs> you start to know the secrets. Yes, you start to know the secrets, but it's kind of hilarious because then all of a sudden, this this thing and this reason that they got me to go to Syracuse was suddenly I was working with it, and it's like, "Oh, the program still works." And then Cheech kind of laughs because I became that once I had graduated and booked Broadway and I always joke with Cheech, I'm like, I guarantee you, you are now that, yep. that you've graduated and it, it kind of just keeps happening and it can't just be coincidence. Right. And we're all three wildly different performers as well, so it's not just a cookie cutter program. Um, it really encourages people and, and sends you out ready to work. I remember at the reading for the Out of Town Tryout of Mean Girls, um, Cheech was not a part of the lab, he had still been in school, but he was cast when we went out of town. He's sitting at this table with Tina Fey and, you know, Carrie Butler and Casey Nicola, just having graduated. And I was back there and I knew the show and everybody else had done the show except for a couple of people. And he held his own like he had been doing this his whole life. And I just remember sitting there thinking, like, that's because of Syracuse. That's awesome. What What is it because of Syracuse? Is it just the the intensity that you talked about in the beginning, the idea that we're going to be challenged here? I think it's the challenge that they, the challenge, the, the way they challenge you, as well as the specific training. Uh, our chair, Ralph Zito, likes to say they're training emergent professional theater artists. And in that way, you're ready to sit down at a table read and bring a character and I know that he had gone through his whole script and he had done all the work that I had been done of beats and intention and who is this person and who am I to this other person and delving into it because Cheech was a musical theater major, as so was I, but we take classes with the acting majors so you know that that's going to be there as well as with the Tepper semester and a lot of our teachers at Syracuse and our relationship with Syracuse stage, you know how to act in a professional environment. 
I, you know, I wasn't worried about him acting like we were at <laughs> rehearsal for a college or a community or high school show. He was ready to be professional. He knew the stakes and he knew how to deal with these kinds of people. And for you, it's something that you have stayed connected with, not just professionally, but you, you've stayed connected with the program. Oh, yes, very much so. Why is that important and how do you stay connected? I felt that Syracuse really helped me grow as an artist. I was majorly a dancer when I came to Syracuse and they challenged me in dance and though my dance teachers saw the facility I had and then improved upon that and challenged that and also gave me faith in myself more as a dancer than I had had in high school. And the acting and singing teachers kind of went, okay, you're a dancer, so what? You need to sing like the singers and act like the actors. And I truly believe that so much of my career I, I wouldn't have been able to do without that intense four-year training at Syracuse. And so I know that I have a great resume <laughs> and I like to be able to go back and help them because I also believe there's there's certain things, especially with musical theater, with schools, that some schools are more well-known than others. And Syracuse puts out great talent, but as far, like we're not as old of a program as some of these other programs, mm -hmm. and we're not as big as, say, NYU, so we don't have as many alumni because we don't put out that many students. And so we're kind of making our way up, and I kind of express to other Syracuse alum who are successful, I say the more you say Syracuse, the more it helps those coming out and the more it helps you because the name becomes more well known and saying, oh, I've worked with this person who went to Syracuse. I remember them mentioning it. I can trust you. And we also very are very proud of ourselves that we put out smart theater artists as well. And I have heard from other people that, oh, every time I work with someone from Syracuse, I just feel that they're so smart and they're so intelligent about the way they go about the work. Um, and in addition to, you know, touting the name and using myself to tout the name, I also like to go back and talk to um, prospective students and help with the auditions. And also uh, because I can say and speak to my own experience at Syracuse and talk really specifically about the program. I've also stayed in contact with some of my teachers and I talk to them and they talk to me about how they're changing the curriculum and they, they're constantly updating the curriculum to kind of fit with what they see that the industry needs. And so then I can also speak with intelligence to those students about what to expect because yeah. the last thing you ever want to do is go to a school and be expecting something entirely different than what you're going to get. And I think Ralph Zito does a very good job of really telling students what they should expect and not trying to just say yes to everything. He'll be like, no, we don't do that. Right. If you want that, then this is not the place <laughs> for you. But also we do all of this other great stuff. Yeah. I think there's something that is very powerful about the relationship that people who perform on Broadway can have with their fans. Thanks, really, it, it, the simple moment at the stage door. And, and you, you can provide that little bit of advice. You can see in maybe a 12 or 14 year old who wants to do what you're doing, that connection and just the power you can have in a very short moment. Um, when you take that to the next level and bring it to the to the students or prospective students at a school who are there for it, yeah. it's even more powerful, oh, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, and I've even, you know, if you go to Syracuse or you're applying to Syracuse, tell me at a stage door because I will always stop and say hi and I've had students come and say hi to me. Um, and it's something that I've taken the next step. Now that everybody that I know who went there has graduated, I've, I actually went back with Brendan mm -hmm. and we taught four days of just intense dance Broadway rep 
from all the shows that we've been in and we I would meet with students in the lobby and like get coffee with them and answer all their questions and talk to them individually because you know we're in New York now and it helps to have that little bit of uh, recent knowledge as well as what some of our teachers she'll I have one teacher Andrea Lee Smith who will message me and be like you booked this what was the audition how what did you do what did you wear what did you sing how was it what they make you do uh, so because she knows that she has to stay up and uh, Absolutely. yeah and I yeah. go back and I do Q&A's I recently taught a mean girls audition workshop to the Tepper students and I'm happy to just give whatever I can back to the program it's a it's a really powerful thing and, and particularly for someone who is not that far out of school there's such a relatable part of that as well Very very powerful part. Yes, that, it seems right? it seems graspable. Yes, if that's the word, which I don't think it is. But. It, it can be, and because yeah. that's what we want. We want things that are graspable. That's yeah. really that's really the key. So, so let's leave it. And uh, you know, I I have a a just about fifteen year old daughter who would love to follow in in your footsteps and in the footsteps of, of others, um, uh, and and do this. And I know that there are many who who have that. And it is as we started with. It's intimidating. It's it's uh, it's challenging. What? How do you boil down your advice to to someone who is thinking, man, I, I really want to do that, but I'm kind of scared. I think the best way to battle that fear is to just do the work, to do the work and to practice. I always say, especially to students, I say, uh, right now, I feel like a lot of people feel like it's really cool to not care. But we love this, so why not care when you can spend hours working on it? And if you do the work, if you do the training, if you're not a singer, go to voice lessons. If you're not a dancer, go to dance classes. If you're not an actor, take acting classes because you're going to need it all. And uh, we have a phrase at Syracuse, like the more tools you can put in your tool belt, the more hireable you'll be and the, the better you can enter the professional world. And there is some amount of luck to this business no and doubt. being in the right place at the right time and being the right person. Usually they just want a different kind of person. It's nothing about your talent. But if you walk into a room or a building or a rehearsal or a show and you're not prepared, then you're shooting yourself in the foot. And why do that when so many other people will shoot you in the foot for you? Um, and that's that work ethic is something I feel like I really got better at at Syracuse. And even nowadays, I'm like, oh, I have to do all this work for this thing. I'm like, that doesn't even compare to how hard I worked at Syracuse, so I can do anything. And um, I think it really helped me with that, to just to do the work and to prepare it, to take it seriously and to just care a lot and that goes with just loving it like you really have to love it because it is hard and Absolutely. it's scary and if you and the work doesn't stop and I mean, the work you, never you book stops. the show oh, the and, you, and never you're stops. not done working I always say the, the worst and the best thing about Broadway it's that it's a dream but you have to and get to achieve that dream over and over and over again. You don't just, you know, you're constantly working to book Broadway. So every time you get a job or a Broadway gig, you're reaching your dream again and again. And it's hard, but it's so wonderful. And if you love it, then, then you can really, you know, work for it. If you love it, you know, sing for an hour, dance for an hour, you know, act, do read plays, do everything, because if you love it, it's not going to be work. It's just going to be delving more into something that you love. And isn't that the dream? Exactly. To have a job that isn't work? 
That's what we're all looking to exactly. do. Exactly. And it, it's hard. It's hard. Absolutely. And school is hard and Broadway is hard and you're going to be in a lot of dark <laughs> and ugly places. There's a difference between <laughs> work and doing the work and, yes. and enjoying the work. I mean, that, right. that's, it's kind of a continuum. Yes. And what's also great about Syracuse and its program is it's so wide and expanding and the professors are so tver- well trained and versed in so many different things that you'll find the things that you're like, oh, I love to do this work. And then they're making me do this other aspect of work. And I really, it's not that I just don't want to do that work. I just don't like that work. So I know that that's not for me. And so you can go out into the world and lots of people change what they end up wanting to do. And I know you're talking to Ben and Sammy, you know, who've also changed. They were both musical theater majors and now they're producers. You know, it's an entirely (laughs) different facet. But it's still within, and they know they take their training and their knowledge that they learned at Syracuse into the world with them. No doubt about it. Yeah. This has been uh, awesome. And I could keep talking, but, you know, there's time. Right, of course. Of course. You have to go out and book something, I'm sure, right? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. So she couldn't tell us when we recorded this over the summer, but you can, as we mentioned, catch Jonalyn Saxer with the touring company of Mean Girls opening September 21st in Buffalo and continuing across the country through August of next year. And by the way... She is joined in that cast by two other Syracuse University grads. And as she and I discussed, the amount of orange continues to grow in the musical theater community. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Q's Conversations podcast. Be sure to subscribe, give us a good rating, all the things you do with podcasts, and look for another episode dropping soon. Thanks for listening. Go Orange! Go Orange!